the time is nine o'clock and you're listening to chme 106.9 fm Hello and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Friday, January 19th. On today's show, we're talking property assessments. Property owners in New Brunswick have started receiving their updated property assessments in the mail, and plenty of Tantramar residents are getting a shock. Hundreds of properties are seeing increases in their assessments of 28 to 29 percent over the previous year, and many are reporting that the increase has come without any work done to their properties. My house has gone up $110,200 in one year, and I haven't, I haven't so much as planted a tree on my property. And in the last six years, it has gone up almost $300,000. Alana Best bought her house on Charlotte Street in 2018 and has been fighting off large assessment increases since then. This year, she's looking at a 17.5% hike, which could drive her taxes to around $800 per month. Best's house is somewhat unique in Sackville, a large home with some luxury amenities and market prices all over the map since it was first sold in 2014. She bought the house low after a previous owner had defaulted on the mortgage. And in her original appeal to Service New Brunswick over massive in assessment increases, she included letters from realtors attesting to the actual market value of the property. Best was able to get Service New Brunswick to reduce their first assessment hike, but since then she has been submitting requests for review and getting refused. Last year, she, she sat out the request for review process due to the emotional toll it takes. I was so emotionally upset over it that I couldn't go sit in a room with them again and have the discussions that we had had because the year prior in that hotel conference room that they meet you in, I was crying my eyes out because I was so upset. This year, Best expects to submit a request for review for her 17.5% hike. Service New Brunswick says that last year they received nearly 9,000 requests for review. That's a new high, up from roughly five to 6,000 requests in 2020 and 2021, before they started adjusting assessments to match New Brunswick's surging housing market. And while the, review, uh, the number of review requests has gone up, the chances of success have gone down. Last year, about one-fifth of reviews resulted in a lower assessment. Just two years previous, in 2021, nearly half saw a reduction. Service New Brunswick spokesperson Jennifer Vianos says that no requests for review have resulted in higher assessments in recent years, and property owners have 30 days from the date on their assessment to file a request for review. Highmarsh Road resident Sabina Dietz is not sure if she will file a review, but she will be calling Service New Brunswick for an explanation of the 28% hike in her assessment. This year was, was actually quite a shock because our our assessment, we have an old house, so it's from the 1800s, and um, there's nothing that's happened over the last couple of years to the house, uh, except sort of internal renovations and things. So you can't really, from the outside, see there's no change to the house, essentially. Um, and I know there's one house that has been built on Church Street since then, since last year. So there's one house that's been added. Um, so... Uh, have, seeing a $46,000 increase to the value of our house, which is in our case quite a lot. Our house was assessed, I think, at 167 last year, and now it's over 213 or something. That's a gigantic jump for 
an old place, um, uh, you know, um, that I was really surprised. Dietz says she almost didn't look at her assessment notice since it's not an actual tax bill, but more a warning sign of things to come. But she's encouraging people to make sure they open the envelope from Service New Brunswick. I think people need to be aware and should look at their assessments and then think about, well, what does it mean for my pocketbook? Realtor Jamie Smith has been working in real estate in town for 14 years. He says the assessment spike is a sign that Service New Brunswick is playing catch-up with spikes in the housing market that took place during the pandemic. Smith says he considers pre- and post-COVID to represent two different markets. So Sackville, basically over the last five years, average sale price has gone up 81%. Um, from the mid-160s to the mid-290s. Um, Tantamar area actually went up even higher, so that includes Dorchester, obviously, and kind of the outside areas. Um, average sale price, $287,000. So just under 87% average increase over five years. Um, basically all of that increase happened from 2019 to 2022 and then leveled off for 2023. Um, in terms of assessments, obviously we're seeing the assessment's catching up to market value, which is a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. And the upward adjustment in assessment is not exactly evenly applied. Across the municipality, 2024 assessments have gone up 9.2%, according to numbers released by the province in October. But buried in that average are hundreds of properties facing to 20 to 30% hikes. Over on Wellington, Judith Weiss's assessment has gone up 50% over the past two years. She owns her own home and two neighboring properties, which she rents. She says she won't be raising rents to absorb the higher taxes, but she's not confident most landlords will be able to do the same. And I happen to be in a position to absorb it for the time being. But then I think of other property owners who are not in my position and most of whom are in it for the income. So their net income will be reduced. So they will either resort to rent evictions to raise rents up to 30% or more, or they will neglect necessary maintenance to protect some margin of profit. And it's only logical that this drastic increase will result in worsening housing conditions all around. Weiss is concerned about the broader effect of the sharp rise in assessments. I'm looking at a street like mine. There are two houses rented to students, three houses whose owners are seniors on fixed incomes, three houses owned by single parents or a single wage earner for a family of four. If the property assessments on even two of these houses are allowed to stand because of their supposed market value, that will in turn justify increases for all the other houses based on that same false premise. Sabina Dietz shares a similar concern. We're okay personally, personally with that increase. So I'm not worried about it for me. But what it means for the community and for people who can't afford this kind of um, uh, increase and looking forward at increases. Um, in, in a community where we've got so many older homes and older places um, and where we, where we know we already have challenges with food security, with um, you know, um, challenges around housing, all of these, um, you know, low-income housing, uh, housing opportunities, affordable housing opportunities. We have already problems and challenges around that. And so you throw that on top of that, these things are all connected. And so my assessment increase is totally connected to um, what else happens in Tantramar and where it happens and how people are impacted to it. So, of course, I worry about it. That's Highmarsh Road resident Sabina Dietz. Hundreds of property owners in Tantramar are facing sharp increases in their property assessments this year, which will also result in higher taxes. That's it for Tantramar Report for Friday, January 19th. 
CHMA News wants to hear from you about the stories you'd like to hear more about. Get in touch with us at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Billy from Love Language, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM. And now the weather. Today, mainly sunny. Wind west 30 kilometers an hour, gusting to 50, becoming northwest 20, gusting to 40 near noon. High minus 6, wind chill minus 21 earlier this morning. Minus 13 this afternoon, UV index 1 or low. Tonight, a few clouds. Increasing cloudiness overnight. Wind northwest 20 kilometers an hour, low minus 14. Wind chill minus 17 this evening, minus 23 overnight. Tomorrow, Saturday, cloudy with 60% chance of flurries. Wind northwest 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40. High minus 2. Wind chill minus 19 in the morning, minus 8 in the afternoon. UV index 1 or low. Saturday night, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, low minus 7. Sunday, cloudy, 30% chance of flurries, high minus 4. Sunday night, clear, low minus 11. Hi, my name is Claire, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. And here's Brian Nielsen with your CHMA Sports Update. This is your CHMA Sports Update for Friday, January 19th. Last night in the NBA, just five games, the New York Knicks beat the visiting Washington Wizards 113-109 to get their record to 25-17 on the year. The new look Raptors without Pascal Siakam. They lose a six-point decision at home in downtown Toronto, 116-110. Oklahoma City Thunder beating, cooling off really, the Utah Jazz, 134-129. Thunder just behind the Minnesota Timberwolves for first place in the Western Conference. Minnesota retains their first place standing with the 118-103 victory over the Shorthanded Memphis Grizzlies. And in the last game of the night, the Indiana Pacers beat the Sacramento Kings 126-121. Over in the NHL last night, a whole mess of games, starting with the Boston Bruins beating the Colorado Avalanche 5-2 at home. Senators beating up on the Montreal Canadiens 6-2. Tampa Bay Lightning with a 7-3 victory at home over the Minnesota Wild. The Philadelphia Flyers 5-1 final against the Dallas Stars. Capitals with a 5-2 victory over St. Louis. And they were at home. Also winning at home were the Buffalo Sabres. A 3-0 shutout of Chicago. The Oilers win their 12th straight tearing up the standings. 4-2 final in that one uh, beating the Kraken at home at Rexall Place in Edmonton, Nashville with the 2-1 final over the Los Angeles Kings on the road. Canucks continue their winning ways with a 2-1 victory over the Physics Coyotes. 
the Vegas Golden Knights reigning Stanley Cup champions with a 5-1 victory over the New York Rangers and the only team on the road to win last night. The more than due for a W, Toronto Maple Leafs with a 4-3 victory over the Calgary Flames and the Saddle Dome out in Alberta. Weekend sports uh, for your Mount Allison Mounties. The AUS Invitational meet for the swimming team starts tomorrow. The volleyball team, women's volleyball, 2 p.m. game on the road at St. Thomas. Uh, women's basketball is also on the road to St. John tomorrow night, uh, 6 p.m. for the men or for the women, 8 p.m. tip-off for the men. And then on Sunday, the swim meet continues for the swim team. The women's volleyball team plays a home game against Dalhousie. That's a 1 p.m. start, so check that out. That'll be at, the, of course, the McCormick Gym on the campus of Mount Allison University. If you're looking for a road trip on Sunday afternoon, if it's looking fine for you, head on up to Moncton to support the women's ice hockey team as they play U to M at 4 p.m. And lastly, of course, friends, we told you in the NFL, it's the divisional round of the playoffs. And we're just going to tell you right now, all the home teams are going to win. So you can save yourself uh, eight, nine hours. As Houston visiting Baltimore, Green Bay visiting San Francisco, Tampa Bay visiting Detroit, and Kansas City visiting Buffalo. Back the home teams. Because um, we are your home team for sports. This is the CHMA Sports Update for Friday, January 19th. And that was Brian Nielsen with your sports update. Don't forget to tune in weekdays 8, 9, 12, and 5 for Brian's sports update. And of course, listen to the morning show Mondays, 7.30, about 9. And there's also some sports commentary at 8.30. Thanks so much, Brian. My name is Caitlin, and you're listening to The Morning Show here at CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And thank you so much for that lovely introduction, Caitlin. Very much appreciated. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. We made it through the week. We did it. Welcome to The Late Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. You just heard from Brian with your sports update, from Onver with your top of the hour weather, and from Erica with your Tantramar report. So thank you three very, very much for your consistent contributions uh, to the community and to CHMA. Always very much appreciated. And uh, those are great, informative minutes. I always learn so much from all of them. All right, the time is 9.15. I have a few local announcements for you before we get started into some more awesome music. So first off, there is a music faculty recital called Contrasts with Adam Chichility on the guitar. Uh, and this program unveils the classical guitar's remarkable flexibility through enchanting original ar- arrangements, compelling compositions, timeless guitar masterpieces, and exclusive Canadian commissions. Tickets may be purchased at the door 
for $15 for adults, uh, $10 for seniors, $30 for the family, and Mount Allison students with a valid ID card are able to get in for free. If you want more information, um, you can call 506-364-2374 or email music at mta.ca. And I would assume that this would be taking place at the Brunton Auditorium, uh, unless, I'm, unless I'm missing it. Um, but either way, you can email music at mta.ca or check out their website. Uh, if you type in music at mta.ca and events, you will most certainly find it. All right. In other news, do you want to record... A small advertisement for your local business and have it air free of charge on CHMA's airwaves? Why not head to the CHMA station on the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center this Saturday, tomorrow, from 1 to 3 p.m.? You can stop on by for a quick recording session as part of our Listen Local, Support Local campaign, where we are highlighting all sorts of community businesses. Uh, if you cannot make it on Saturday, that is all right. You can head to chmafm.com, go to Community News, and then click on Listen Local, Support Local, and fill out all the pertinent information to get your business a shout-out on air. Additionally, I will be at the Sackville Farmer's Market tomorrow from 9 to 12, and I know there. I was talking to a few local business owners, and they were going to swing by and record, uh, you know, like a 30-second to a minute-long spot for us to air. We already have a few of them uh, happily collected, and yeah, you could do the same, 9 through 12, uh, and then from 1 to 3 at the CHMA station on the third floor of the Wallace-McCain Student Center. All right. Let's get on into some awesome music, and I will be back after a couple amazing tracks for, with a few more local announcements. But up next, here is Abby Sage with their song, Obstruction. Obstruction in my living room Your hair stuck in my vacuum Yes. 
Wishing, yeah. 
from cheap glasses wanting so much calling it coping and that was canadian band palmer with their song swimming and they just happened to play last night in Fredericton as part of the Shivering Songs Music Festival. And that festival in Fredericton is going on until the end of the weekend. With And they have absolutely all sorts of great Canadian musicians and bands going on. So... If you're heading up to Fredericton anyways, or perhaps you fancy a drive this weekend uh, up to Fredericton, it would be a great opportunity to see those Canadian musicians and maybe find some new favorites. All right, everyone. Happy Friday, and welcome back to The Late Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, broadcasting live to all of you beautiful CHMA listeners from the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center. The time is 9.25, and I have a few local announcements, but first, I have an update on the contrast faculty music recital that I was just talking about before uh, we listened to those last two songs, and it is indeed in the Brenton Auditorium at 7.30 p.m. tonight. So if that sounds like something that you would like to attend, 7.30 in the Brenton Auditorium tonight. All right. I have a few local announcements, but also important dates that are coming up. So today is the last day that you can vote for Tantramar's new sidewalk plow. Uh, if you go into the Tantramar newsletter, uh, you can find a direct link to their Google Doc where you can actually vote for the name of the music plow or the, the sidewalk plow. Uh, they so, so far, they have... Or maybe they've brought it down to five different names... Uh, that they like so far, so I can share those with you. And if any of them, if you feel really passionate about any of them, you should go vote. You should go vote on the new Sidewalk Plow name. So, they have Snow Problem. Snow Problem, that's a good one. Luke Sidewalker. Snowzilla. Nor'easter Beaster. And Vincent Van Snow. Those are all pretty great. I'm not sure which one I'm going to vote for yet, but I'm going to make sure to vote. Uh, Once again, you can find that on the Sackville website, but also the Tantramar newsletter. In other news of important dates, the Committee of the Whole uh, is meeting at Town Hall on Monday at 3 p.m. The World Wetlands Day is coming up on February 2nd, and you can follow uh, Tantramar, the town of Tantramar, uh, on social media to hear about all the activities that are taking place to celebrate World Wetlands Day, and we'll be sure to also update you all on whatever is going on around February 2nd for World Wetlands Day. And then last, 
the last day to register for the ice fishing derby at Silver Lake is fast approaching. It is February 3rd. And you can register by calling Paul and Shirley Branscombe uh, at 506-536-3539. It seems as I pass by Silver Lake, almost every day there is at least one person or group of people uh, out there ice fishing. So it seems like a very popular sport. So if that's up your alley, you can call Paul and Shirley Branscombe before February 3rd to join in on that ice fishing derby. In other news tonight, I got word from somebody I know that uh, from 6 to 7 p.m., at the Purdy Crawford Center for the Art Arts, uh, the fourth-year fine arts students will be showcasing their final projects uh, and big art pieces and that sort of thing. So you can come by and check that out and talk to the artists yourself as well. So that sounds like a great time if you're interested in art and want to support the growing art community here in Sackville. Once again, that's 6 to 7 p.m. at the Purdy Crawford Center for the Arts. And final thing I wanted to mention, tomorrow is National Disc Jockey Day. It's National DJ Day. How awesome is that? It usually takes place on January 20th. I 